To look to the future, you must first look to the past. Look at my hand, it's trembling. To those who pioneered the way. I would be lying to say I wasn't nervous. To those who blazed the trail. Any man with two hands has a fighting chance. May, Moolah, Wendy, Alundra, Jacqueline, Trish, Lita, Beth, James Ellsworth. It was their evolution that created our revolution. No one will ever forget, ever forget the first Miss Money in the Bank. And it's going to be, it's going to be Becky, Natalia, Tamina, Carmella, Charlotte, James Ellsworth. <gasps> Welcome to the Phone Elsa Press Podcast, episode 69, the 2017 Money in the Bank event. I am the creator of the PhoneElsaPress.com. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y underscore Tango. I'm here with the latter itself, Mr. Peter O'Brien. You can also find him on Twitter at MVP360. And of course, you can follow the Phone Elsa Press on Twitter at TFMP. Pete, are you ready for Money in the Butt? You know, it might as well be episode 69 because it screwed us. <laughs> And we took it, like, and we were screwing them, too, because we get ridiculous. Oh, my God. Oh. It was, truly was ridiculous. But, hey, I think it was a pretty darn tootin' good main event. That's it. You want, you, you want to just skip and just go right to that? Just skip we the whole should night? <laughs> talk about that. No, no, we can't do that. the Raiders did for this event anyway, so who cares? Right. They were just like, well, we got a really good main event. Well, we have other things for the show. Do we? Do we, guys? I mean, no one's going to watch it until halfway. Right. Uh, so let's get right into the kickoff show, hosted by Renee Young, Carrot Top, and an overly excited Booker T. Booker T, the MVP of the kickoff show, one of the best performances, I think, at a kickoff show. Dude, I checked out of the kickoff show. I mean, I get what you you're saying. You missed out? No, man. He, like, he shits on Renee. He, he announces that he is day one-ish, and then he becomes the voice of the Maharaja. Yeah, I mean, Booker T at least tried to hype up the pre-show, but the problem was <laughs> is that there's a nobody sitting next to him. I don't care. I hope our viewers and our listeners know this. I hate that guy. I, it, he doesn't warrant me to be like, oh, yeah, he's really good. I really need to hear his insight. You're talking you, about Carrot Top, right? Yeah, you do what we do. Then give us a spot. <laughs> I think our listeners would enjoy us out there more because I'd be like, Renee, Renee, really? You really enjoyed that match? We should we should do a kickoff show from now on before the pre-reviews. Oh, my God, we should. We should do a live one. <laughs> See how many people are, are people down for that? Should we do a live one? Oh, we should do it, and we'll have a social media lounge and everything, Pete? Oh, my God, do you think we can get somebody? Oh, maybe like the Usos, because that's what they had this week. Let's try to get Raven. <laughs> Let's get New Jack. That's what we oh, need. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Isn't he in jail? He should be. Uh, he should be in jail. So anyways, then, don't even bring up the social media lounge. I swear to God, Brandon. I okay. swear to God. I hated it. I hated this one even more, because the, the Usos are supposed to be heel, 
And they kind of came off like, oh, yeah, we're still just here having fun. It's like, no. One of their questions are, uh, what, like, legendary tag team would you like to take on? And they don't even bring up the Wild Samoans. So, a little disheartening. (laughs) Uh, We do have a match, the Hype Bros versus the Colognes. Um, Hype Bros win. You want to just move on to the actual pay-per-view now? What the hell, WWE? You actually could have made this match entertaining if you would have had Ryder turn on Mojo. I'm not, I, I'm okay with either way. Um, I like the Hype Bros. I, uh, I Give them a stronger push. It was dumb. You could have just saved it for uh, SmackDown because nobody really tuned in to go, Oh, man, Zack Ryder is back. Anyone who's paying attention to the tag team division, is, they're only on one question, and it's, where's American Alpha? Exactly, because that's all we care about. Oh, no, it's getting better with Ryder. Mm-hmm. Boo. 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 All right, let's move on to the opening match, the Money in the Bank match for the women. Well, there were entrances, and then they rang the bell, and everyone jumped out of the ring. Not to get ladders, like some people did, like, top rope things, but, like, no one understood the concept of staying in the ring and trying to get the briefcase. Let's talk about something here. One, who was right? We were right. (laughs) We were right. We were right. We both called Carmella winning it. Yeah. Did we like that? How did you win? A dude won it. A dude wins the first women's Money in the Bank match. where, where, Where was the logic there? You just have Charlotte do one of the craziest moves. Right. You know, she steals she steals Bliss's finishing move, but she does it outside. Then you have Ellsworth in his parachute clothes waddle his stupid turtle face up there and grab the briefcase. Drop it. You know what would have been better? Knock Carmella out. Yeah. And then Becky Lynch grabbed it. Or even have, like, a tussle where, like, Charlotte gets into it and, like, Carmella yeah. is able to push Charlotte off and Ellsworth still grabs it and then throws it to Carmella. I think Carmella more involved in that whole fiasco would have been so much better. Oh, it just, it, it hurt her. It actually. Here's the thing, okay, so the GMs about SmackDown, their whole thing is, like, if someone's done wrong, they, like, Shane immediately comes out and, like, does the right thing and the crowd gets hyped. Where were our GMs tonight? Because they just tweet their displeasure about the fucking pay-per-view. Where are you? The best part about that is they didn't even want to go to the event (laughs) because they saw the turnout to everything. Shane's like, I'm not going to watch that. That's going to be terrible. Right. But, like, you could have – why wasn't Ellsworth put through a table? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you have Tamina just powerbomb him through a table? Yeah, everyone was just butthurt about it. Tamina actually looked tough. Flair looked good. Everyone kind of looked good, but except Carmella. She did one move. But yeah. really, I kind of forgot she was in there. You could have done such a good idea if you would have just had Ellsworth get powerbomb through a table. Right. You know, or as he's climbing the ladder, Charlotte comes up from behind him. You know, and power bombs him. While that's happening, then Carmella sneaks up and grabs it. There you go. Ellsworth, like, sacrificing himself for Carmella to get it would have been so much better. So he gets the briefcase, throws it down to Carmella. All the all the women are just butthurt. No one gets up and attacks Ellsworth. And then, yeah. the, and then the referees are just out there debating whether Ellsworth has a vagina or not. Yeah, what that's, that's what almost made it worse, is they're like, well, we don't know. <laughs> you, know you can hear Charles Robinson go, well, we don't have the rules. And then the other one's going like, well, what do we do? And the other one's sitting over there going, I don't know. Like, it was stupid. It was there so, was so dumb. much stupidity in it. Even Ellsworth was just like, there's no fucking rule. We're done. On to the next. It's almost like Raw. 
wrote this this pay per view. Oh, <laughs> All right, so the Usos pretend to defend their SmackDown tag team titles against the New Day. Once again, great match. Um, had some really good spots. Big E was on fire tonight, and then the Usos are just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done playing tonight, and they just walk out. Let's be real. This is the dumbest finish, and it goes back to our rules event. Mm-hmm. Why is this a rule? Like, why? Why? It's a cop out. It's a writing cop out. It is a writing cop out because Hank and Carl back there are just going, (laughs) we're going to have Biggie do something cool, but it's going to be really tough because I don't care who you are and how jacked you are picking a guy the way Biggie was trying to. Right. I mean, that's just hard. That was sloppy. That was super sloppy, though. That is such a hard move to try to do. You know, like I I don't fault him for trying, but Mm -hmm. like that's a hard move. Right. And then the writers are like, yeah. And then hopefully that works. Carl, what do you have for a finish? Oh, dude, my bad. I was playing with my fidget spinner and I completely forgot about this match. And, uh, um, we'll, we'll have Zack Ryder or Mojo win. No, we already did that. I don't know everything, Carl. (laughs) And then he walks out and then that's how they ended the match. The writers just, Joked! It was so stupid. So in, in this in this logic, it's like okay, so the Usos have walked out. So there's got to be justice for the New Day. Does that mean that at Battlegrounds it's going to be the New Day versus Uso? But if that's the same case, then going back to the Money in the Bank match, does that mean we're going to get another Money in the Bank match at Battlegrounds to like right the wrong here? They really <laughs> should. They definitely should. Because that's how Daniel Bryan was kind of applying it. Like, this shouldn't have happened this way. Justice will be served. Yes. Shut up, Daniel. No one cares about you. I don't care. I'm so dumb. Brian Kendrick is my best friend. (laughs) Brian Kendrick, I love. You ruined yourself with that. I don't (laughs) care. That is too much emotion, dude. We know wrestling's (laughs) fake and you're crying. You know Brian Kendrick was getting a contract. We're getting off base, but oh, you're stupid. All right, so let's get to another match. You're getting hot and heated here. Oh, Uh, thank God. Let's get to another match. A great match, an even better match. Lana versus Naomi for the SmackDown Women's title. Um, Lana, you still need a lot of work. What the hell? Where was logic in this? I like Lana. She can talk. She looks good. But she was not ready for that. Who in the right mind just all of a sudden gets pushed into that spot? Charlotte didn't even get pushed into something like that. Paige did it. Eva. Bailey did it. God, there was Emma. Like, there's so many better wrestlers. And she just gets, hey, Lana, nice boobs and butt. Here, you're going to fight <laughs> Naomi, who also is bleh. Yeah, this was, this oh, was just, it was God. really bad to watch this match. It was awkward. It was hard. And I just couldn't do it. And then right in the middle of the match, Carmella just comes out just cause. And yeah. it's like fine. It's nothing with like. It's like added salt to the wound, man. They stopped wrestling. Naomi and Lana were like, oh. This might be a triple threat. Your match sucked just as bad as ours. Well, let me show you. Carmella's just sitting there going, this is bad, isn't it, Ellsworth? And he goes, yeah, yeah, it's bad. I mean, but, you know, whatever. WWE pays me in Spencer gift cards, so I'm just cool to be here. God, that was bad. I'm still on board. Yank that title off of Naomi. Like, she does <laughs> I would have been fine if Lana would have won, 
And then Carmella cashed in and took it. Or even, uh, hear me out. So Lana wins it on a fluke, right? Uh, right. The next next SmackDown, she loses it. Uh, she wins again on another fluke. But then, like, your number one contenders, like, Charlotte or Tamina. And it just, like, either one just demolishes Lana in the next match. Like, just give us a legit women's squash match. And then just let one of them have the belt. Because it elevates them more. And it doesn't do anything to Lana's character. Because based on her in-ring performance, we all know she has so much more time she needs wrestling. Put her back in NXT. Yeah, I don't know why they're afraid to use NXT anymore. I think Mm -hmm. Triple H is like, no. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm keeping all that. of my good toys. Fuck off, Vince McMahon. Get, get your own. Yeah, well, we, he's got some more toys coming up here soon, but first we have the Fashion Vice. Oh, my God. This was awesome. I, this is great. I don't even care. Like, Fashion Police are easily the best act. They're so good. We were just yearning for something just fun and enjoyable on this pay-per-view. It's, it really sucks because my co-host here really messed up the prediction show and thought they were wrestling in the early event. It was a prediction of the kickoff show because they never announced the kickoff show until, like, the night of. So I just got to make a prediction of what I think is going to be in there. Yeah, well, you know what? You, you blew it. I did. I did. I did <laughs> drop. I dropped the wrestling ball. That was great. The Paul, the phone that said property of Paul E. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, Dusty, Dusty Rhodes picture in the background saying. Fashion icon. Yes, that was perfect. There's so many little things they add to it that you just like, you have to pay attention to everything. They are over. They, they make mm-hmm. sense. They're good in the ring. Keep riding this wave. Like give them a push. Give them a fair push. They get this VHS tape, and it's like two black silhouettes and hooded clothing saying, we're the ones who've been trashing it. I kind of was hoping, and I know it was a long shot, but it kind of could have been American Alpha. Like, I just couldn't tell who it was. That would have been great. Yeah, it would have been awesome. And But nope, it's the Ascension. We'll get to that. Uh, next is Mike and uh, Maria Canellis. Oh, my God. I'm excited about this. This is going to be so much fun, man. I'm on board. A lot of people hating on this. I think it's going to be fun. Tell me why it's going to be fun. Okay, there's still more character. I have to see more about it, but I like the idea of both of them wrestling, but both of them being able to be (laughs) in each other's corner and being, like, super positive and lovey-dovey. I think this is going to be a great way to get under, like, the crowd skin. I think this is going to be an amazing heel team. Dude, just wait. Just wait. Miz and Maurice, and basically repackaged them with them. Yeah. Except they're a little more lovey-dovey. I didn't think and of that. let's be real, when Maria was like, I'm Maria Canellis, and people were like, so? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Mike Canellis. What? <laughs> like, what do you want? Uh, we're here to wrestle, and people are like, we don't care. We don't care. Get off our stage. Like, let's get into a match. Yeah. JVL's reaction to finding out that they both have uh, her last name. <laughs> Priceless. Oh, yeah. God, JVL is still bad. Just because we're still confused and still just wanting a wrestling match, we have to talk about the Seattle Legends. Why is this the thing, Pete? And as soon as I saw this and I saw, you know, dopey old Bob Orton out there, I just knew we were going to have something going on here. Typical, typical WWE formula. You know, we don't think the match is going to get over enough, so let's just put some legends next to it, and that'll sell. <laughs> Which, Ric Flair's out there for this, but he can't be out there for his women's... Yeah, he wasn't there for his daughter. <laughs> yeah. Which I think because he would have also tried climbing the ladder. <laughs> he would have been like, Woo, I'm going to get it for you. Then we get some tussle between Ellsworth and Flair on top of the ring, <laughs> or on top of the ladder. I, I, I mean, good, they're great legends. 
Legends, I get it, but I don't care. I didn't care for it because I knew exactly what was going to happen. I knew exactly that we're going to get the Singh brothers messing with them, mm-hmm. and then Orton's going to kick their butt, and then Jinder's going to win. So let's just jump right into that, because the next match is Jinder versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship before the Money in the Bank ladder match. I don't even, I feel like I'm just nitpicking, but like I liked this always being after, because there was always that extra excitement that kind of started off the Money in the Bank road. Uh, but fine. Well, when you do it, yeah, when you put it before, then you're just like, well, no one's cashing in tonight. Oh my god, there it is! Bear Corbin comes in with the time machine! He's cashing in! We'll talk about the fact that this was a triple threat match, because did you see the size of Jinder's bagzit? Oh, ugh. Oh, it was disgusting! They went and <laughs> by it, it was like... Oh, it was like one of those cis videos that you can find on YouTube. They had to wipe down the ropes after oh. the match. <laughs> I Ugh. saw it and I was just like, gross. That is nasty. So right in the middle of this match, we get a Bollywood beef between the brothers and the cowboy Bob Orton. Uh, but Randy Orton's not having this. He comes out to uh, attack and he, he just kills the Singh brothers with the tables again. But he did the same moves again. Exactly. It was almost like backlash all over again, but with, with his dad there. Yeah, they saw how much people love the fact that he basically chucked that Singh brother onto a table and yeah, killed him. Do it again. Do the same thing. <laughs> oh, okay. You guys are really original. Like, it, it, they just quit on this pay-per-view. It was just like, if it was, if you weren't ready, why have them? This is why you don't need monthly pay-per-views. I'd rather see a better program. Yeah. Now, I will have to say this. They hyped the package with uh, gender. I mean, I thought it was pretty sweet. I thought they hyped it pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, with Ma- with the Maharaja being able to like take over the distraction and get the win, that's kind of what I assumed was going to happen here. Um, but I want to know who's next for for Jinder. Who do you think? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know what they're going to do with this. Like, I, honestly, now I'm like I'm kind of lost. Yeah, because you can't give it to Orton again, can you? No, I mean, and I was kind of hoping for uh, Jinder versus Baron, but I I kind of. I don't want to see that happen now. I don't know who to see next. Rusev, maybe? But that gives us a face Rusev, and it's kind of weird to have him versus Jinder. Uh, maybe. That'd be cool, though. Maybe they'll bring him back as a face. Why don't they bill him the same way they're building Samoa Joe on Raw? Yeah. Like, they're both brutes. They're both unstoppable. Just bill him like that. Who cares if he's a face or a heel? So let's move on to the next match, which is going to be Brazongo versus these mystery opponents, which we find out is the Ascension. The Ascension comes out, and Saxon and Phillips are, they're terrified, they're yelling, but, like, have you seen their win-to-lose ratio? Like, no one should be scared of these guys. The best is when they showed up and they go, whoa! Like, they're really scared. There was nothing scary about them. They just like, whoa, and I just go, okay. Pump the brakes. And then Byron Saxon has the best story of the Ascension. They're bad dudes. I saw him once throw someone's clothes in the garbage because they just didn't like him in NXT. <laughs> and me and my buddy could not stop laughing about it because we're just like, one, it was probably Saxon's clothes. Two, who is sitting there going, Oh my god, they're badasses. They'll throw your they'll throw your clothes in the garbage. Watch out. Sax is just like, dear diary. Yeah. They did it again. They put my clothes in the garbage. I'm totally lost. <laughs> uh, so that sucked the wind out of the whole fashion police actually having a match. Which one's the big one I forget out of the Ascension? Is it Connor? Connor. Yeah. yeah. It's got too much spray tan on them, and it starts, like, wearing off on their uni- uh, Brizango's yeah. uniforms, and it's like, aren't they supposed to be the pretty boys here? Yeah. 
Oh man, like it, it just sucks because the Ascension is one of those teams that WWE just ruined. The Ascension were so on the top at NXT, and now they're just nobodies. Right. Uh, so yeah, Fandango gets the roll up win. Uh, congrats to Brazongo. But I don't know. This doesn't do anything for either team. I mean, what's next for Brazongo? Yeah, I know they need to. What are like the authors of pain? They start kind of building them up. Oh, I don't think that's gonna happen. I think they're gonna stay down there for a good long time. I don't see them moving anytime soon. I think tag teams in NXT just have a slower burn until they get up to the main roster. At least the fashion police got on the event. Yeah, and, and you know what? They've been killing it because they're one of the, like, they're as popular as, like, Heath Slater and Rhino were when they started doing the He Had Kids thing. So that's cool. Yeah. Main event time, man. The Money in the Bank men's match. Six men collide. This was actually a good main event. Like, this and Extreme Rules were kind of like the same pay-per-view. It was just running through the mud until you got to a really good six-man main event match. But there was no reason why Money in the Bank should have drugged that bad. Yeah. So we get there, and Corbin garners the most heat by knocking out Nakamura right away. I liked that. And I was like, boom, that just seals that he's going to win it. Like, that's a huge move right there. See, when I saw that, I thought it was going to be the other way around. It's like, oh, does this mean we get Shinsuke doing the obvious run-in and then he gets the briefcase? But uh, I'm okay with this. I was all right with Corbin so, winning it. let's talk about the fact that Kevin Owens took the worst bumps out of everybody. Oh, that thing where, like, J.J. Styles does the AA to him over the yeah. outside of the ring on that ladder. That and then great. Uh, Sami Zayn does, like, a he takes a bump from Sami Zayn. I forget what the move was called, and he does that on the apron. Yeah, he did that, and then he also threw him up the top rope onto a ladder. Yeah. Kevin Owens took the worst of it. Well, there was that one uh, powerbomb that uh, Zane did to Ziggler over the ladder, and I thought, like, Zane, like landed on Ziggler's leg or some shit, because it looked like it hurt him bad, but it was that was a really good spot, too. Yeah, that was a sweet spot, too. Uh, everyone in this match, like, Looks great. Yeah. Uh, the best part for me, I think, was when uh, Zane was climbing the ladder and off camera, you don't get to see it, but uh, AJ goes for the phenomenal forearm and just knocks him out. And it was hilarious just to see AJ just fly by the screen. He just clocks someone and they both fall down. It was awesome. Did you see what happened off camera, though, about every, the whole crowd turning? I saw that, too. I, I think we missed I something. I, mean, I, think we, I think we missed a spot on the ramp with the wrestlers. I don't think that had to do with because I thought it was maybe something in the crowd but i couldn't tell what it was no, something happened but yeah. like they didn't show it uh, there was some woman i think in like a chicago uh oh cubs and her she has she's super loud but she has the best one was the like, kick him in his american face or yeah. his face of america <laughs> yeah he's the worst sammy beat him up <laughs> i was like oh my god lady <laughs> uh ziggler got that um deep six off the apron onto the ground. That was pretty yeah, cool. Uh, he does that sloppy zigzag to Corvid and Corvid just has to like, it looks like he's just yeah. corpsing on the middle of the uh, mat. And then Nakamura comes out and you get the biggest tease in the world. Oh, AJ versus Nakamura. They yeah. grab the ladder and then they move it aside. I thought that was genius. I loved that. That was really cool. And I actually liked that they let him fight instead of like someone coming in and knocking them both down. Right. You but know, if Miz was in that match, they would have done that. Oh, Miz would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> but like Owens was dead, Zayn wasn't gonna step in. Like it was, they did a good idea with that. But I called it. Who won? 
Who won? Baron Corbin wins, but Styles swinging from the briefcase and oh, trying to climb crazy. it, that was nuts. <laughs> and then I, he just I think dies. he was trying to like climb up and then yeah. he's just like, dude, I'm tired. Yeah, just, I'm done. Let's go. I do have to say that Corbin winning is great. It's mm-hmm. a smart move. He doesn't have to cash it, but he'll build his character. Hopefully. Uh, Corbin also needs to never do a money in the bank again because it took him a while to figure out how to unhook it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was almost like, is he waiting for someone to interfere? <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, get the padlock off it. Let's go. Congrats to the Mr. Lone Wolf in the bank. Yep. By himself. Good job. What do you want to grade money in the bank? Fucking D. I'm D? giving it a D. <laughs> I gave it a C minus. You cannot give me two and a half hours of a pay-per-view and only have a good 45 minutes that are exciting. It was an hour kickoff show, a two-hour kickoff show, and then a really good main event. That's that's what I, that's how I could sum it up for you. Done of the night. Holy cow. There's so many. <laughs> um, probably Lana. You don't put her, in, you don't give her a title shot when she's that green. Right. Oof. Uh, I'm giving it to Natalia, Tamina, Charlotte, and Lynch because they just got burned. They just totally got hosed in this match. It's so dumb. Yeah. Stud? Uh, well, I mean, God, I, uh, Corbin? Okay. I, I mean, maybe I, I, you know, I'll go Corbin. Uh, just for the fact that he tried to garner the most heat by taking Nakamura out. And, dude. I called it. He won the money in the bank. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it to uh, Booker T because he entertained me the most with that kickoff show. <laughs> True stud in my eyes. Nothing else did. Which brand won this month? Was it Raw's Too Many Rules or Money in the Butt? God, it's like a dead tie, but Cause it I'm was going the same extreme, setup. I'm going Extreme Rules. I thought the Fatal Five Way was better than the Money in the Bank. I agree. I'm going with Raw as well. the The match was so much better, but it's still like the ladder match was good, but everything else just sucked so much worse. Yeah, I'm so bad. All right, man, some listener questions for us here. Remember to use the hashtag AskTFMP on Facebook, Twitter, Wrestling Amino, or even email your questions to contact at thefullnelsonpress.com. Zach Attack asks, do you believe the rumors about Roman taking the title off of Brock at WrestleMania 34? Do you think they're really going to have Lesnar be champion up until next year? No, there's no way. you got to get that belt off of him. Dude, I'm not even kidding. I think Joe's taking it. I know you too. I honestly think Joe's going to take it in... It'd be believable. Yeah. And it would work. It would definitely work. And then you can do your whole Roman Reigns trying to get the title back because he's a face, Joe's a heel. I'm so excited about this match between these two. Just because I think, like, from things I've heard, like, Lesnar's more of a guy who does does the whole thing in the ring, and I think Joe can go with that. And I think both of them are willing to take bumps. We've seen it from both of them before. So I think we're going to have a really good match that even when Joe wins, this isn't going to make Lesnar look weak at all or anything. I'm so excited about this match. Yeah, definitely down. So no... We don't believe it. <laughs> no, no, I do see that maybe setting up a a uh, Roman versus Brock at SummerSlam of the two people who beat the Undertaker. The big dog versus the big poodle. <laughs> Joey P asks, if you could retire any wrestler on the current roster, who would it be and why? Who would you pick? Who would I pick? Uh, I'd have to, you know, I want to say Big Show, but I think it's almost coming, so it's like I feel like I'd waste my retire token on him. Um, but, uh, David Otonga. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Um, anyone on the roster, huh? I, mm-hmm. Dude, to be honest, I'd probably go, I'd probably go Gold Dust. 
I want to have him a good retirement match, but I would probably retire him out. I would rather do him and our truth both just gone at the same time. Yeah, like you kind of forget about him, so I I would do that. Bye, Goldust. <laughs> well, hey, that's the Full Nelson Press episode sixty nine, the two thousand seventeen Money in the Bank event. Anything else you want to add, Pete? Sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> you, adults. you. We're can we talk about really quick before we end this? Lana's outfit was like two sizes too small. It was perfect. Don't you dare talk about Lana's outfit. That should be the stud of the night. <laughs> Shut up. All right, we'll go watch some wrestling. Yeah, I bet. Thanks for listening to the show. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like the video. Leave us a comment and the guys might give you a shout out on the next episode. If you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure to leave us a review. You can also find the Full Nelson Press on Stitcher, Facebook, Wrestling Amino, Instagram, or visit us at thefullnelsonpress.com. 